Hey listeners, this is your host, Brother X. Uh, I've come to you guys before today's episode, and I wanted to just make sure I put the disclaimer out here. Nothing crazy happened in today's episode, but I want to make sure that it's clear that all views and opinions that are expressed in this week's discussion are of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the opinions or thoughts of the Truth and Transparency podcast. With that being said, guys, let's get started with today's episode. And welcome back to another episode of the Truth and Transparency Podcast with your host, Brother X, and... The awesome, the talented, the cultured scientist. And here on the Truth and Transparency Podcast, we talk openly and honestly about everything in between, why some people's ankles are built like sandpaper, why some people <laughs> why some people are still selling feet pits in 2021. <laughs> I can't get right. While I can't get right, even though we got one month left in, in this calendar year, why we will never be professionals. We are. We're our level of professionals for what we want it to be. Why we'll never be able to return the slab. But here, honestly, guys, we're just here to talk our shit, fellowship with our friends, and have a good time. Um, we appreciate you guys joining us for another episode and our foolishness. Just like a little piece of peace and quiet from everything else in the world and our level of ignorance <laughs> adjusts accordingly. So before we get any further into today's episode, we want to first thank you guys for all your support. We are close to over 100, I'm sorry, 1,600 plays across all podcast platforms. Um, shout out to us for that. Appreciate y'all. Um, as well as thank you for all the support on social media. We appreciate some of your responses from our Thanksgiving post, as well as um, it's already the day that we're recording. This is actually World's AIDS Day, but thank you to all the feedback we received last week from the episode. It was really dope. Um, had a lot of good features. If you've not heard it, please check it out. Um, <clears throat> um, but shout out to the culture scientist. I heard she did a phenomenal job at her event. She ain't going to brag about herself, so I'm going to brag for her. <laughs> It was a nice event. It was a nice event. No, no, don't, don't, don't downplay it. I'm not downplaying it. It's a kickoff event, and I will hold true to what I'm saying. What my baby did the damn thing. I don't care what nobody said. I'm gonna big her up every chance I get, or until the check stop running out. But we're not worried about that right now. <laughs> All right, so we're actually gonna take some time. We're back at it. We have some guests this week. Um, got some returning guests for season two. Um, first and foremost. Who should I start with? Uh, the man from down under, the land of the many strippers and the many hoes, but he don't got none because he's saved and sanctified. The man who has all the artistic talent in the world. My man got the crispiest of hairlines that makes Michael Smith it jealous. My man is shining out here looking look like Mahersha Ali. Uh, Mr. Taz will introduce yourself. I don't got too much to say after that. What's up, y'all? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and of course, you know, I had to go ahead and get, you know, we got a new stock of, of step stools. So she's here for us today. Uh, she came in just especially to test them out for us. She is our test, <laughs> our test dummy for step stools. <laughs> the 65 and 78 inches of fluff and fun. <laughs> she's sitting on top of the world right now. Uh, Queen C, introduce yourself. What's up, listeners? It's Queen C back in the building. 
I've been gone since like July, niggas acting like I died, but no, I'm here. Well, what you don't know is she fell down some stairs and it took her a while to climb up. I hate you so much. Oh, I wish I had Scarlett takes a tumble queued up. <laughs> why you let him, why you let them do this? Always faithfully. Like like you Oh, have- oh, you you weren't here before we started recording. Yeah, it was the battle of the light skins. How about I say verbal hands on site. It happened. Uh, but um you know I didn't forget about him. Oh, Mr. Doug Dimado. It's still fixed. He got the dome size piece. I'm just letting you know what she said. They're wacky and inflatable too, man. Don't make me get your nicknames. Listen, those are not allowed. I promise you I can get them out right now. A pimp named scientist. <laughs> yeah, I just say, he said, don't, don't look at me. You brought that Oh, you. That was him, not me. Uh, Mr. Smith, you know what to do with that one. Nope, nope, nope. Not doing that this time, bro. Like I was saying... Uh, the all black assassin, the the personification of black air force energy, the man that has had a beard since he came out the womb. My man has been eating chicken tenders and fries since checkers came out. Bibles goes west, part twenty three, aka Petrie, and Ducky from Land Before Time. <laughs> Mr. Smith, introduce yourself. One, I hate you. Two, you do realize the person that you were talking about at the beginning, I can't send her this episode now because she's going to know you're talking about her and she listens to the podcast. And three, and most importantly, it's your favorite fan's favorite fan, Mr. Smith, also known as. And thank you listeners for the amount of plays, subscribes, listens. Please don't DM me about who the person is, none of your damn business. And uh, yeah, season two, yeah, ignorance. Yeah. Some people, okay. got, you got to suffer for the art sometimes. Oh, Lord. Well, yes, culture scientists. I'm just going to point out the obvious because, you know, I like, you know, like I'm the commercial Mr. Obvious. Yes. If she listens to the podcast, just because you don't send her this link. Don't mean she can't download it. <laughs> this is true. And you Man, realize what it just said person sells feed pics in 2021. Really? I already said Again. that. You chose violence. You, you couldn't let another one. Petty <laughs> ass, my fucking. More obvious. Don't worry, so I'll edit it in post. You're doing the black business gonna, highlight early. That's what you're telling me. Unfortunately, I think edit is about to happen for this post. <laughs> oh, nope. please go. You know, we get jokes off. It's all it's fun and games. Till you get toe jam. <laughs> I'm sorry. Order. I'm sorry. Order. I, I, feel, I tried. I, I tried to regain order. I, I somehow I don't know why, but I feel somehow responsible for how we got here. I don't know how. Or what why. do you mean you don't know how? Because you put your foot in it. That's why. Why? Why? <laughs> let it die, please. Let it die. Hmm. All right. All right. Ooh, this dress is pretty. And you talk about we professionals. I paid attention. Let's go. You paid attention to that dress on your phone. Let's go. I know how to multitask. Uh huh. Okay. So, thank you, listeners, for our listeners. As you can tell, this episode might go left. It might get serious. Just gotta tune in to find out. All right. So, 
we're going to go ahead and get into our first final bar episode today. We're going to do another rousing episode of Super Fight. So this person has been asking, low-key fiending, for another itching attempt to go back into these Super Fight streets just a little bit. Because he's violent. He chooses violence on a daily basis. Again, this man, yeah. We want to say the rest of that statement because I almost got in trouble. Never mind. I'm already in trouble to begin with. All right. <laughs> so it is going to be a fight between myself and uh, Task Creates, I think. What do you want to go by this week? I forgot. Uh, yeah, Task Creates is cool. All right, cool. All right. So I'll introduce my character first. My character, it says for me to pick a celebrity. So I'm going to pick Vin Diesel. I am armed. I'm swinging a shark on a chain. And I'm unaffected by impact. Sounds like the plot to a new uh, Fast and Furious movie. But we'll get back to that later. Fair I mean, Vin Diesel with a shark on a chain and is unaffected by impact. You, you do know why you're unaffected by impact, right? Because we'll get to Don't it. say the line. Don't say the line. Don't I'm going to just it. let it go. I'm going to let it go. <laughs> All right. Uh, and what is your fighter? I'm glad you asked. So first of all, I'm the dude. And I'm carrying way too many bags. And I have feet instead of hands. Say that one more time. I am the dude. Mm -hmm. I'm carrying way too many bags. And I have feet instead of hands. (laughs) Which is actually kind of (laughs) hilarious. I I got the image in my head. All right. um, Mr. Smith. You ready? You got my timer? Yeah, I got my I got your timer. I'm so scared for this episode. <laughs> what? What, what do you mean? Just don't fall flat like I did last week. Dog, <laughs> you hit the <laughs> <laughs> I did. It right. was bad. It was. All right. So I will go first as the host of this episode to hopefully redeem myself from previous episodes I've been on. Um, you got my 30 seconds? Yes, sir. All right. Um, real quick, for those who don't know, we're arguing between two characters who will win in the fight. If you've been listening by now, you know. We each get 30 seconds to argue who will win. See, I'm trying to move past this, and Queen C is not allowed to have the chat anymore. All right. So, in 30 seconds, I have to argue why my character will win in the fight. All right. So, let me know when you're ready with the timer. I am ready. All right, uh, let me know. Is my mic, my mic sounding nice? Yeah, mic is sounding crisp, crystal clear. And I you already I asked t- that like three times, but don't worry about that. Oh, okay. Uh, and we're going to go in three, two, one, go. And you know the reason why Vin Diesel has a shark on a chain and is unaffected by impact? Because of family. <laughs> and you understand, this man has literally been launched. <laughs> In his world, he is literally Vin Diesel from the Fast and Furious movies, where they literally grab missiles with their bare hands. <laughs> they have been in space. <laughs> My man has launched a car Five, off of many four, of bridges three, and not even had a scratch two, on them. In the fresh attempts. Now, uh, Mr. Smith, before you start, uh, you know what to do. Uh-oh. <laughs> Listeners, I'm going to just say this now. 
This is not my choice. Oh my goddamn podcast. You going full protagonist? Mm. Violent. <laughs> I feel so disrespected right now. <laughs> All right. All right. Taz creates. You are good in three, two, one, go. So while you were tripping over family, your family is not going to help you in a fight. I am the dude carrying way too many bags and I have feet as hands. I'm determined. I'm focused. But more than anything, when you have too many bags, you just carry them. You're trying to get it done in one trip. Like nobody likes going back and forth. And so that's the same thing I'm going to do with Vin Diesel. I'm going to get you done in one trip. There are no sequels. There are no prequels. They're not going to have these hands. You're going to catch these feet and get this L. (laughs) What? You're welcome. At <laughs> the time. <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm not mad. I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. Shout out to I'm the not toes. even. We don't even got a vote. I, 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 I lost. <laughs> I lost. Listen, Chad said he, he stayed lost. 10 toes down. <laughs> Oh, my fault. Hold on. Boom. Listeners, this man done put his feet on his desk. <laughs> I'm glad this man is home. <laughs> <laughs> this is not where I thought this episode was going to go. My fault. Oh, this is why I was scared. And I was rightfully so scared. <laughs> um, Mr. Smith, this is the first one of season two. You know what to do. Go ahead and get that disclaimer ready. Uh, all right. God, I am lightheaded. That is how funny this is. I need some water. Oh, it's going to be a long episode. Oh, my God. Yes. No, I mean, we, we're doing good on time so far. And I'm not saying long in that instance, but we just going to move on. We just going to move right, on. All right. So, all right. So now we're going to move on to our next segment, which we are still working on a uh, working name of. Now, mind you, for those who don't know, now, mind you, is used in the Black vernacular to talk about events that happen in a story that is being told to give you a plot twist or an important detail for you to know in order to get the full totality of said story. Is that, is that fairly accurate, my, my guest and co-host? Yes. Okay. I've, I've been reading my, my word of day calendar, man. It makes me feel important. Yeah, I give it two black thumbs. Appreciate you, man. Shut up, Queen C. Shut up. You're thinking too loud right now. Shut up. Just shut up. I know you're muted, but shut up. I didn't say shit. You were thinking it. You were thinking very loudly. All right. So in this segment, we're actually going to talk about something that um, seems to be very near and dear to some people's hearts. Um, maybe Mrs. Smith, maybe other random people. We're not. Who, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Everybody enjoys a occasional strip club for those who frequent it. Whether it be Magic City, whether it be KOD, whether it be Stadium, whether it be Ace of Space. Is it Ace of Space? Yeah. Ace, uh, yeah, Ace of no Ace of Space is the drink. It's uh Ace of Diamonds. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So apparently came out in recent news. Um, don't worry about the facts, it doesn't matter for this story. Um, that a mayor. How do you say it? Mayoral? Mayoral. Mayoral. Thank you. That candidate 
um, came out saying, or it was put out on social media by a certain celebrity that she was planning to um, close all strip club establishments or adult entertainment establishments if she were to be elected. So mind you, you know, the people of uh, said Atlanta, the, the spokesperson, you know, you know, them, you love them. It's had a still tilted about 98 degrees to the right. Um, T.I. I still think he's fine, I'm sorry. T.I. Um, decided to express that all his concerns, he said, if you are a club owner, a bartender, a dancer, promoter, valet driver, or just a visitor who subscribes to the culture of this city, understand that our livelihoods and way of life is being threatened. I hate for you to wake up tomorrow and your destiny now rests in the hands of people who could care less about your concerns or best interests. The time is now. Be clear. This is my daddy's house. <laughs> Sorry, that's not in the post. <laughs> but basically to the effect, they're talking about um, uh, the candidate's name, which we won't say. It's not important to the story. So those you you would think that with that being set, set out, um, Ti had to go ahead and do a Batman and put the Magic City symbol, the Magic City symbol in the sky to get voters to come out to support and make sure that said candidate does not get elected. And needless to say, the people of, of Atlanta have spoken, and said candidate did not win the runoff election. I have a question. Yes. Why you care so much to close down? make that a political thing when there's so much other things to care about? Just like a legit question. No, 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 that's, that's, that's a fair question too. Like who cares about the strip clubs? Um, let's go to our on <laughs> our local reporter. Um, Taz Creates, can you please speak on what's happening on the ground level? Oh uh, yeah, I'm glad. Coming here from you with the, the land of lemon pepper chicken wings and popped tires, broken windows, and a good time at Harold's Chicken and Waffles. Anywho, my point being is that uh, it's really not a big deal. It came out of nowhere. Uh, I think she was actually going to lose to begin with. And this was just like something that was brought up, not in a slandering fashion, just some random clout from a high figure celebrity. So uh, she would have lost whether T.I. said that or not. Uh, I think the election was pretty close. Uh, when we voted earlier this month, then it just kind of turned the tide when we voted a second time. Okay. Because as we did more research, we, we myself and Mrs. Smith delved deep into a lot of research. We, we like to have facts and information on our podcast. We want, want to make sure that we have very things. So you know what we had to do? We had to first go to the, the, um, the, the biographical pick known as ATL. And in that, we had to go through there. There's so many things we had to cover and discuss. We came upon different things and reasons why this could never happen when you would never shut down these strip clubs in Atlanta. Mr. Smith, do you remember why? Because be clear, this is my daddy house. And if you got a problem with me, you got a problem with him, you come to me. You want some money? Here you go. Ooh, that was so disrespectful. They hit me in my face with some goddamn money. <laughs> You don't get it, do you, boy? Yeah, I'm his daddy now. <laughs> yes. And what's your ICM? Can you tell me watch ATL a couple of times for this episode? These fools. He just got done. <laughs> yes, we see. 
You know what her problem is? Mm-hmm. She probably ain't getting no cutty. Oh, she ain't getting no cutty last night? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, better yet. She said, Uncle George told her, one bowl. He was like, okay, okay, Uncle George. One bowl. <laughs> Biggest bowl in the house. I about to say, if she was hanging out with the new, new, she'd be okay, but she didn't. Well, apparently, apparently, they don't be buying the new, new shit. Exactly. So, neither say we just potholes. We can afford new shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah. So, congrats to the winner of the runoff election. Um, Obviously, this is for jokes. I mean, everybody has their feelings one way or another about it. But, oh, I'm sorry, Quincy. Go ahead. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I know we not, we said we weren't going to say names, but to her, I do have to say, bye, Felicia. Also, how funny is it that you said you were going to close the strip clubs in Atlanta, and then you lost to somebody whose last name is Dickens? The irony. Mm-hmm. Oh, the irony. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just... There's a lot of staring faces listening. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners, you gotta understand. Just whoo, that 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 hurts. That hurts a lot of people's feelings right there. All right. Um, There's a club in Atlanta that's actually closing called Swinging Richards. They've been open 30 years. Oh wow. They'll be closing in January. Wow, man. It's hot in these streets, man. It's hot um, out here for a pimp. Not many places to do it like it's your birthday anymore. Yeah. But listen, before we move on, there's one story that I will be remiss in our research about Atlanta that must be shared briefly. Um, I'm gonna let turn the floor over to Mr. Smith or um, Taz Critch, whichever you feel led by well, spirit to talk about it. Well, that was supposed to be for later on. Remember? Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm but, getting ahead of myself. Yeah, but I will say for this part, I just go get my two cents off, actually a penny and, and half a penny. Um, what did lemon pepper wing, lemon pepper wet do to you, ma'am? Why, why are you why are you killing these girls' hopes and dreams? We have met some some interesting folks in said establishments. We have had great conversations. Oh, oh, I almost oh, oh, I, I, hold on, hold on, Miss Smith. Um, um, who is this? We that you speak of? Me, myself, and I. Me, myself, say, and I. Okay, I'm about to say I I don't speak French. That's that's Queen C. I am saved and sanctified. Well, technically, she does speak French, so I'll give her that. But no, it's me, myself, and I. That's all I got in the end. That's what I'm talking about. Um, so, yeah. The, you can repent. I could, but what would be the fun in that? We not talking about that right now. <laughs> Anywho, to finish off, um, these ladies ain't done nothing. These establishments have been one of the some of the cornerstones of Atlanta outside of Cascade and Greens and Gravy, which rest in peace to Greens and Gravy. but. As soon as as soon as that came out, whether you said it or not, ma'am, you lost. You lost immediately. Oh. Like there, there's no way you would have bounced back. Because even people that are born, raised, bred there, and don't go there, be like, nah, you can't do that. So it was a good race, but uh, yeah, don't do that again. Don't 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 do that again. Also, Stacey Abrams for governor, 2022. Let's talk about it. We stand her on this podcast. They got a vote, too. I said cinnamon and nutmeg. They got a vote, too. (laughs) I'm saying. 
can't have them out of work. Wow. Cinnamon and nutmeg. Is one of them named eggnog? Nah, nah, nah. She's seasonal. <laughs> what about you went there? <laughs> I'm about to say, all right, we're going to move on. All right, guys, um, we're actually going to take some time, move on to our next segment, which is very important, our Black business highlight. Um, yeah, there's no transition coming from that. So we're just going to take time when we shout out a Black business highlight that we would like for you guys to be aware of. This Black business is called Cardi I feel like I murdered the name, so I do apologize. If I say it wrong, I'll probably edit back in post. So it is Cardi K by Enam. And again, I do apologize if I'm pronouncing them wrong. Um, I haven't had full time to get the correct pronunciation from them. It was a very brief encounter that I met them. But they're actually a skin and body care business located out of Tarboro, North Carolina. And with that, um, Mrs. Smith, can you pull up my, 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 my sheet real quick? Yeah, go ahead and scroll down real quick right there. So this business is a well-renowned online store that has continuously featured a variety of high-quality and affordable products since day one. Starting with all natural soaps, lip balms, body scrubs, and butters, Cardi K has taken time, research, and knowledge in the skin industry to develop, distribute a high-quality, highly effective skincare line to make your skin goals a reality. Um, I've looked, I met them this past weekend um, when I was working and phenomenal stuff. They have different wonderful options like black uh, black cherry vanilla soap, um, tropical banana, I think is one of them. I promise you these names do not mean to be sounding like strippers. We're not talking about that right now. I'm mad I brought that up. I'm regretting this already. Moving on. You know, it smells good. It might taste good. I'm a, there's a joke there. I'm gonna leave it there. All right. <laughs> And also their passion for excellence has driven them from the beginning and continues to drive them into the future. They know that every product counts and strives to make your entire shopping experience easy and affordable. Check out their store and special offers and get in touch with questions or special event requests. And they say happy shopping. So please check them out. All their information will be in the show notes. Um, again, that is Card DK by Inam. And listeners, if I get murdered in the comments, I know it. I, I'm already taking a couple of L's on this episode, so we're just going to go ahead and move on. All right. So, guest and co-host. Um, so we we've been we've been in, in these social media streets for a while, and you know, we as black people like to discuss things from everything in between um, people's ashy ankles to um, certain like subjects about relationships. We're not strangers to having conversations about um, relationships and gender roles and all these things. So there is a video clip that I would like to play for everyone here um, that, that brought up an interesting discussion that I figured that we might be able to give our two cents on. Now, mind you, this is just a discussion amongst friends. So we do not have the definitive answer talking about said things. So any opinions that are expressed during this conversation is based on our experiences and what works for us. Ultimately, at the end of the day, we want you to make sure you make decisions and have conversations based on what is important and what you value. That sound fair? All right. Sponsors are gonna like that, right, Mr. Smith? Oh yeah, yeah. We 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 gonna we gonna get some sponsorships based off your you you good that boy good that boy good. I appreciate it. Thank, 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 thank. <laughs> you are always shooting. I'm trying to get us donations, and you holding us up. You holding us back right now. I just be giggling at y'all. That's all. You holding back a black business right now. I'm not. All right, Mr. Smith, play the clip. Man. 
are supposed to be men and they're supposed they to treat their women. They have, they have a part to play. It's in the Bible. Like, what's going mm -hmm. on? Men want to be taken out and all this other stuff. Like, you a man. Like, be a man. Like, a man. Uh, hold on, hold on. You want a man in the Bible, so that's a traditional man, correct? Yeah. But modern day women aren't traditional themselves. Why well, should he be traditional? It's the generation now. Well, it's oh, a traditional female. Modern day women are not traditional. Are any of you guys virgins? Uh, exactly. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. No, 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 no. Because if we're going to put the standard on men that you want them to pay bills and be masculine and protect you, whatever, let's go all the way. Yeah, so none of you are virgins. Okay. Uh, how many of you are good cooks and have a recipe book or whatever it may be? Recipe book? See, no, I, I, feel, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like it's different now. Well, the wife, the wife does. Yeah, the wife one. does. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you cannot be non traditional women. And want the man to be traditional on his side and pay full price for a depreciating asset that isn't traditional on his end. Because whether women want to accept it or not, the reason why men were traditional and chivalrous was because women were virgins. They're polite, they're feminine, they're submissive. And when you got a wife, she was a wife, not a boss babe, not a boss bitch, none of this stupidity that's going on. So hold on. Ooh, I, wait, wait, asset. wait, hold on. Wait, hold the wall. Hold the wall. Before I let everybody go, there things were said. Some people agree with some of them. Some people disagree. Some people got the stack face, and we know why. But let's be civil and be mindful. Let's take the conversation of what was the overarching topic, and then we can delve into it a little bit deeper. Um, I'm going to go with the coach of scientists because she seemed very eager. I might not be able to control what I want to say, though. So if we try to only talk about the overarching topic, then I Whoa. his his main point okay about you can't be you can't ask for for traditional things okay and not have the same traditional values or morals that were what you're expecting that is true okay essentially your expectations need to match somebody else's expectations I will say I don't agree with him saying you can't call a person a boss bitch or whatever, mm -hmm. because that also leads into the point that you were asking about what do you bring to the table? The person does bring all that. Just because a person goes around and calls himself a boss bitch doesn't mean they don't have all that <laughs> stuff to bring to the table. And then my other point that I wanted to say, because I need to say it, don't come on something with oh, strong your beliefs mm -hmm. and then get slapped in your face because you clearly didn't have a response. You should think that part through a little bit more about where you stand on these things. Mm. I want to put a pin in that because we're going to come back to that a little bit later, at least for my end. Um, hmm. I'm, I'm going to let the, I'm going to be a, continue to be a gentleman. Um, Queen C, you have some thoughts you would like to share? Your initial thoughts? Um, initial thoughts were that they pretty much fucked up when they brought the Bible into it. If you do not know the words of the Bible forward and backwards, do not use it as a basis for your argument. There are, because people need to understand for every verse in the Bible you can find for your argument, there is at least one against it. The Bible is a story. It's telling the story of people's lives, how God created law, man, woman, etc. If you are looking for that traditional religious-based type marriage, like he said, you need to be that religious traditional type person. You can still create your standards based off some of these things, but you can't say this, a man needs to be a man. He needs to do X, Y, and Z if 
you're not going to either help him do that, which is your position as a wife or spouse for those who are same sex or non-binary. And you can't ask for things that you yourself don't expect from you. You expect him to be the man, pay the bills, but what are you doing? You expect him to take the lead, but are you willing to follow? There's a lot that goes into it. I I don't like the fact that he brought up virginity. I feel like that's definitely something that is, you know, outdated. That's a whole nother topic. But outside of that, he hit the points. Mm -hmm. My problem is, I mean, like I said, I've clearly, I've also been watching Downton Abbey for the past two weeks. So everything he, everything they just touched on, they, down Abbey essentially was going against the grain. They're basically showing what happens with progression and having to be like deflowered and oh my goodness, it's a house of, of debauchery and stuff like that. And it all plays into what they were talking about. Okay. And especially when he said um, about the virginity and submissiveness and stuff like that. Okay, that's very fair. Uh, Mr. Smith or Taz Craig's? I think, and I, I guess I agree with Queen C, that you shouldn't weaponize the Bible for your own premise or, uh, I guess, goals. Use the word for what it's truly for. Um, I feel like when you take scripture and pervert it for your narrative, you're you're taking things out of context. So, like, yeah, that verse might sound good in that that standpoint, but if you read the full chapter and like supporting context, it it can't be used in that way. Um, And just as far as like comparing and contrasting, at least for me personally, with relationships, you should accept the person, especially long term, with who they are and what they bring to the table. Um, If you have standards or expectations that are like, oh, you should be like this individual or that individual, I'm going to tell you to go talk to that individual because clearly you're with the wrong person. So that's my stance. That's fair. Mr. Smith? You know how I can follow both Queen C and Jordan because they pretty much hit all of my points. Um, I'll just say the main thing that I sometimes I understand what the question is, but I also don't understand why there is not on certain cases there's not a logical answer that makes sense. Usually, and I'm not I'm gonna make sure I say this correctly. I am not going to stereotype because it can go either way. But usually if you ask somebody, what do they bring to the table? Sometimes their answer is, I am the table. And it's like, but that does not answer my question. If you're telling me, <clears throat> oh, you want me to be six feet? Oh, you want me to be tall, dark, and handsome? Oh, you want me to make 100K? Oh, you want me to have this type of car? Oh, you want me to be a little hood, but also be religious? Okay. And when I get all of that, what are you bringing to counter that or to, to add to that? What are you bringing that, you know, if you're saying, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to take it from a 70, from the 50s or older, older generations, right? Okay. If you tell me, oh, yeah, I can cook, I can clean, I can maintain the house, whatever, nigga, I'm doing that right now. I, I'm doing that right now. So what is the difference between, like, I can do that? What can you bring to me that I cannot bring to myself? And if you say sex, you and just about a million other people, I can do the same thing with. So it's got to be something unique. And don't say, well, you ain't never had something like this. 
I see this. I hear the same thing with potato salad, and I hear the same thing with marbles. I don't really give a shit. Um, wait, w- wait, what? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm a little deaf of hearing in my in my good ear. Please say that one more time. I said, and I quote, I hear the same thing with potato salad, and I hear the same thing with marbles. You ain't never had some. You had mine. I I don't give it to them. So no. Come with and and again, I agree with them. Don't weaponize the Bible because, like Quincy said, for every verse that supports your answer, there's a verse that'll counter it. So know your shit before. Do your Googles. Do your research. Reading is fundamental. That is all. Okay. So I'm not going to... Oh, go ahead, uh, Taz. I just thought about it. I never, like, out of all the women I dated and, like, even with my wife now, I never thought or verbally asked, like, what do you bring to the table? I also think, like, when you... Are in a relationship with somebody you you figure that out you know what they can or can't do based on their actions so there are people who talk about what they do and there are people who you can actually see do it so that's right okay so I, i'm 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 gonna continue this i just want i just want to slide into this conversation just a little bit i think all these points that have been made are excellently put and i think as someone who grew up in a very religious upbringing as well as in school and all this other stuff understanding when it comes to conversations when the Bible is used. One of the classes that I took, which was very interesting, very important to me that I took was called apologetics my senior year, which talks about defending your faith, where it's not so much necessarily trying to win an argument, but having a justification for your belief system that is both understandable and is, I may not agree with it, but I can have a good understanding of where your foundation is and why you choose to follow these belief systems. Now, mind you, this boils down to simply put, if you want to use the Bible as an example, if you are talking to someone who does not have Christian or any similar type of beliefs, if you're using the Bible as a basis for your evidence, you don't have an argument because they all they have to say is, I don't believe in the Bible, I'm an atheist, and then what you going to do? It's a very simple thing. Now, mind you, this is coming from someone who has very strong Christian beliefs. But mind you, what I think also happens is that people take, and we can get more into this, I think people take a glamorized look on what traditional was back then, because there are points I'm sure that I don't want to try to step on anybody's toes about, where it's like, if you want these type of things, you have to realize in order for those who truly understand what those are, you have to truly realize what is their expectation coming along with it, because it's not going to be I do get 100% of this without any of the counterbalances or blowback from it. It just doesn't work that, that way. It's not an equivalent exchange. But I'll get back to that later. Um, Coach of Scientist, you have something? I wanted to make a point kind of to like what um, Taz said about we don't actually, the per, like he, him saying it not to the person he actually ended up with. Right. So like it made me think about the times when people say this and I, I went back what when were the times that I sat back and was like I know what I bring to the table I am the table all these moments it was always those times where I either was really like single mm-hmm. um really discovering myself or in a situation where I felt the need that I need to boot like remind myself and remind the person I was with like hey hey this is who I am we don't actually say those things because, of course, over time they change. What you used to bring to the table, I don't know. 
when you were 21 is different than what you bring to the table when now you're 31. That's very true. It's a completely different thing. You've grown, you've changed, you become the different things. And like comparing over glorifying, like as you've stated in a way, the glory days. Mm-hmm. As people refer to them, hello, um, wasn't there slavery, depression, kill, like work, like some killing? And yes, I often. Oh, think- you're forgetting one. Um, a certain gender was not allowed to vote to a certain amount of time, but they were in those traditional values. That, like, there's a lot of stuff. Like, I'm very, I wonder, mm-hmm. you know, there's stuff from back in the day that seems fascinating and cool, what it would have been like to grow up there. But at the same time, like, mm, some of them values, like women, being basically devalued like come on like why would we glorify that at the same time that's all just you know i feel like we can delve deeper in that um i remember quincy you had something you want to share yeah i wanted to piggyback off taswell as well um where he said that he never asked his wife the question of well what do you bring into the, the table please understand if you are in a relationship to ship with somebody and they're actually asking you verbally asking you this question or you are being asked this question please understand that in their mind the answer is little to nothing which is why they're asking or you're not showing it as well as you think you might be showing it exactly which again in their mind is little to nothing you could be the whole buffet but if you are not showing it what is it doing for your partner like I love this phrase one of my godmothers uses. She doesn't say spouse or husband or wife. She says a partner in purpose. Ooh, wait, a, wait, wait, wait. Say that again. Say that again. Say that again. A partner in purpose. That is who you need to find. You need to find your partner in purpose. Their purpose is your purpose and vice versa. Now, if you want to talk about traditional relationships, that is the basis of a lot of modern day relationships that still follow a traditional uh outline so if you're being asked this question please really think about what do I bring to the table that I know I have and what am I actually giving to this person because it may not be the same you may think you given you got mac and cheese but all you given is you know a little dry biscuit from Popeyes. I was gonna say the craft. You might be. You think you given fresh the mama's the mama's mac and cheese with the arm. You know that wop mac and cheese. That's what you yeah. Think you're but in all but actuality, instead, it's the blue box. You're that like, box mac and cheese. The dry biscuit, no water. Telling you, how did we get here? That's what you think. I am so confused and bewildered. Help, please, <laughs> Mrs. Smith. Please get us back on track. We Hopefully. are on track. We're on track. Some people, all they have to bring is um, their walk. I'm just saying. Exactly. That was just one example. But here's the issue. You didn't call it WAP. You called it generic. You pretty much called them great value. You didn't even give them. I'm telling you what they think. They think they have the WAP. Sometimes, and I'm using the double double play on it. the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not double walk. play. Um, like you think, I think you the whole Thanksgiving turkey. I'm talking about everything else. Yeah, like you coming to the table thinking you the Thanksgiving turkey. In actuality, you wanted them Burger King nuggets. Like it's not, it's not wow. the same. Well, then you're like okay. one of Kevin Durant's Please. ankles. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm done. 
think, well, you know what? While we're all in this laughing moment, I okay. think the point, we're not saying that you shouldn't have some, you shouldn't know what you bring to the table. You shouldn't brag about, I think it's healthy to have those moments of like what you bring to a the table. A level of confidence. A yeah. level of confidence. And I mean, I'll be the first to admit where I have wavered, you know, in the, in the you know, wondering, okay, what I used to bring and what I bring now, mm, is that equal? Is that good? But I think that's also fine. It's a part of growing, being an adult. And like, it's not to answer like, could you, could you answer this question right now? Honestly, no. Um, but it's a question I think you should constantly ask yourself. So I think as we kind of continue this conversation, I think a really good point that I noticed and I think that everybody kind of picked up on in the video was uh, you notice a paradigm shift in people's responses once their initial statement was either challenged or debunked. And it made me truly think like in the, on a larger picture, um, why do people, why do you think people when asked this question, and I think we touched on it a little bit, but why do people, why do you think people get defensive when this question is asked? Mrs. Smith. So a lot of people, how we grew up, we were always taught that you want to be, you know, a good person, want to be giving, want to be all these good attributes, right? But you also don't want to be a negative connotation, such as a gold digger, such as a user, such as all that. When you have that type of question, it's almost like, I'm, I'm validating that you are not that negative connotation. And so people will then go, I didn't, wait, wait a minute. No, that's not me. Da, da, da. And, and that's because you're, you are questioning their character. Mm-hmm. And so because you're questioning, their, even though you're not even doing it, you're asking a legitimate question, but to them, you're questioning their character. And even if you don't know them, they're going to go, well, you don't know me. And then that's when you get the whole extra defensiveness when it really could just be a simple answer to the question, but it also depends on the mindset of the person. Certain people could just be like, oh yeah, this is what I offer. And then other people could be like, boy, fuck you out. So it could be one or the other, depending on who the person is. That, that, that sounds like that came from the heart a little bit. It did a little bit. Like I said, I have a story for that, but go ahead, continue. All right, uh, Queen C, go ahead. Um, For me, this is like a lot of, social media arguments, especially when it comes to politics, religion, race, culture, et cetera, where one person is debating or arguing their opinion, but the other person is coming with facts. Mm-hmm. And it is hard to debate an opinion. It is hard to, you know, create reasoning around your opinion when you're being hit with straight whole cold hard facts which is what this man did and it threw them off so first they got quiet and then they were like well no because xyz they got defensive because it's like you're going to respect my opinion we can have a difference of opinion that's fine but if i am giving you cold hard facts to support or your opinion or support my opinion that's something different that's right and i think ultimately where it comes down to it, it speaks to a larger, two things. It speaks to one, when people get defensive in these type of conversations, it goes, harks back to, I think I said, spoke about it in a previous episode, it, it harks back to a person's core values and core belief system. When someone is challenging your core belief system and what you got and you use as parameters for how you govern yourself on a day-to-day basis, it's going to elicit a response from you where you feel, you start to question, am I really doing the right thing? 
when all actuality, they're seeking better understanding and not necessarily trying to correct you, which goes into my second point, which I really think about is that a lot of times people aren't having conversations. They're not having discussions. They're having arguments. And, and uh, there's always a big difference because I remember someone explained to me, I, I forget where I saw it, but the difference between an argument and a debate, a debate is civilized trying to get to establish a understanding or a common ground through facts and um, exact reasoning. Our argument is between two people who's going to yell the loudest sometimes or say their point repeatedly multiple times in order to get their point across. And ultimately, a lot of times, nothing gets heard because you're just trying to listen to respond and not listen to comprehend, which I think we've talked about before in other episodes. So I think that's like, that's probably one of the biggest challenges too, because ultimately at the end of the day, people just have to realize like, yo, not everything has to be, these discussions don't always have to be on social media because when you put it in a public forum, you elicit public responses. And then you're in the comment session arguing with people for two, three hours that you don't even know because you wanted to argue your opinion with someone who literally can make one comment, say, nah, fuck what you're talking about and leave. And now you're left there trying to be emotionally engaged, emotionally disrupted. And now you can't even get back on what your initial point or goal was with the post. But maybe I'm too deep in the trenches. Uh, Coach of scientists. I think you have valid points. That's, that's why I don't argue. There's certain things I do not, I recognize, I like to post stuff and not everything I post is actually affecting me personally or not necessarily means I agree with it. Sometimes I share it as a, hmm, that made me think. Let me let you think as well. I, You know, just something to think about. And then what I wanted to say is when people ask that question, it also depends on who asked the question and when the question is being asked. And that will play also a role onto why people are getting defensive, I would say. Mm. Because if it's just a random person who's asking, like, our social media, let's just mm. put it in there. Right. Come on. It's trolls. Come on. They're doing it on purpose. It's the point to do it because they can't. Like, yeah, if you're asking like on your first couple of dates, it might just be a playful part of the conversation. It can be, t- it can be serious depending on that person, but like it could be just something in the beginning that you're talking about. Right. Like ultimately you have to be able to have something in your toolkit in order to be able to discuss and talk with this person to actually get to know them without asking without like, without making it so informal, like this isn't a job interview to sell what your qualifications are. Like there is a way to get to know someone organically. And Garrett, I understand that is not as easy. And I have not been in these streets for, thank God for almost five years now that I understand that things have changed, but also I've recognized that it's I have rough no out here. I, I understand, I've, I've heard horror stories, but it's just like, you have to get to know this person in a way that you are trying to, like Queen C said, you're trying to find a partner and purpose. I love that phrase. I'm going to use it. I'm going to steal it. And I'm going to say it's mine. Shout out to your godmother. Or was grandmother godmother? Godmother? It was godmother. Okay, I'm going to make sure I'm not going to give her credit. But we're not worried about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's I'm your kidding. soror, by the way. 
of course, now nah, I definitely gotta give her credit. All right. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's just like, yo, I think the reason why myself and the culture scientists work is that we took time to establish the friendship portion of it. And in a friendship, you learn to develop common interests, things that you get to know about the person. How does this person function? And when it feels like people talking about what do you bring to the table, you're looking at it almost like it's a business transaction or it is you're going to trying to open a business together, which is different than trying to build a relationship or build a, for lack of a better term, your own empire. So you really have to examine that. And I think one thing that also really, I feel like, because I've been guilty of this before, not necessarily this question, but ultimately I've looked at it sometimes where it's felt like, I'm competing with my partner to try to determine who is like, if we're trying to say, all right, no, well, this relationship is going to work because I bring, I do this, 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 and this. And if the relationship doesn't work, well, you can't say it was me. The question or the statement of, well, you can't say it is me has stunted so many people's growth to be able to have future relationships that ultimately, if you do that, you're not going to be able to fix it and you're going to run into the same issue because if you don't learn from the same mistake, God going to put you in the position where you're going to keep getting your head beat against the wall. At least that's my two cents on it. Um, any other thoughts about this? As far as, in, as far as in general or just what you just talked about? I'm about to say whatever, whatever, uh, whatever you're feeling. Um, so I agree, like when it comes to understanding what the person brings i i totally agree with uh task with task creates uh where he said that you know when you when you find that person you don't even want to ask that like um and i think uh it was an episode listeners i i we will probably put it in the post but uh there's a specific episode about a girl that said that when she broke up with her dude she expects the dude to still pay for her loft and stuff like that right and uh, the culture scientist said it best and said, instead of you coming for that person's bag, why don't the both of y'all build the bag together? And that's kind of what this question kind of diffuses or not diffuses, but kind of like takes away from rather like, yes, I understand that as women and men, we have certain standards that we do not want to die from. No woman wants a bum nigga. No dude wants a gold digger, a bum bitch, or anything of that sort of anything of that caliber. Everybody right? wants you, a high quality partner. Right. You no, that was not what I was. I was just saying, mm. was, I, I know what your thought process. Yeah, was, like, I mm. genuinely was trying to say that as remember, two things can be right at the same oh, time. Oh, agree, agree. I'll I'll finish my thought. Oh. I was about to say, did you want to go Queen C or? No, I just wanted to uh insert what you were talking about. It is episode 27, season one. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, so, you know, we, you don't, nobody wants that. They want to make sure their partner is someone that they can look at for the next 50, 60, however long you live on this earth and say, you know what? I love this person. I want to be with this person. They bring me joy. They bring me laughter. They might bring me issues. They might bring me irritation. But at the end of the day, I'm going to love them. And so a lot of these people, what they tend to do is they'll ask that question off the break because they're going off of a specific aesthetic. Now, I'm gonna call it, we're gonna be truthful and transparent on this podcast. I'm gonna be truthful and transparent. A lot, of, a lot of dudes look at the women physically and then ask that question, not knowing them, not knowing their personality, right? A lot of women will go, well, I, okay, I'm not gonna say a lot of women. Some women. There you go. Will go, 
and look for the aesthetic first and try to put the nice guy personality traits with them, right? And they don't match. So, you know, you'll always hear, oh, I want a dude that's tall, dark, and handsome. I want him to make this much money. I want him to do this. And it's like, but those things sometimes don't match. Like they don't mesh together. If you want a dude that's a little bit hood, but also a little bit religious, somewhat, I mean, they exist, but like very sparingly. I know and the, they want they want plies with Kurt Franklin tendencies. I mean, technically, are they not the same person? Just not in the I same mean, room? we've never seen them in the same space together. So you might be right. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and so along with that, they want that, but as all of you have stated, they can't their personality and what they bring does not match well with that, right? So it's right. it's gonna be a clash. It's going to be a bump every single time. So, and then of course, if you get like the aesthetic, like I'll call, I will, I will call my own self out back in college and beforehand. I always wanted, you know, no disrespect to anybody who's light skinned. I always wanted the light skin. Um, I don't appreciate it. Um, um, about half the people on this episode are light skin. I don't appreciate that. First of all, are you a light skinned woman? Wait, hold on. We're not talking about that. Continue. Okay. No, yes. but I'm going to be offended, so thank That's you. That's fine. Well, you're my sister, so it's okay. I'll, I don't care if you're offended. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> but no, I used to always want the video model or video vixen look, the light-skinned girl with the with the con- color contacts and has a nice frame and a big and all that. And it's like, especially with how I've gotten older now and what I've seen, that doesn't really match who I am, Right. And I'm not saying that they might not have the personality I might like, but I know that what I bring to the table may not match with what they want. And then uh, I'm going to just end with this because I know we kind of teased about it and then I'm going to give the floor up for good. Mm. So this is going to be a story. Oh, God. Wait. It's a sure about this. I mean, it ain't like I'm going to see her ever again. Carry on. Now this is a story all about how how my life got to (laughs) turn upside down. Okay, we're going to get copyrighted. You better stop. It wasn't the actual audio. Okay, carry on. Um, so for Brother X's birthday, uh, we decided to head to God damn it, Taswell. We decided to head to uh, the good old state of eight of uh, the good old state of Georgia, specifically Atlanta. Um, now, of course, I've been on Hinge, Bumble, Black, and Tinder. This particular, you know, I, I was like, you know, I, I've made sure to be honest and upfront um with all of my intentions so i'll make sure to say hey i'm not looking for anything serious hey i'm just trying to converse and all that like i'm making sure that i put the intentions up front so i'm not lying to you i'm not trying to steer you in another direction and all that good stuff so this person uh matches with me when i am on my way to get brother x from the airport and you know we're messaging back and forth and you know she just kind of like hey are you do you live in atlanta uh you know, blah, 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 all that good stuff. So as I pull up, she decides to call me on the app. Brother X gets in the car and the car and the phone call is in the car. So he hears everything, right? So she's asking like, oh, what are we trying to do? Oh, we're trying to, you know, and we told her straight up like, oh, we're going to do this wing tour while we're here and, you know, some other things. She goes on to say that she doesn't like certain establishments because they are in the not safer part of Atlanta and that she expects, you know, she would suggest these types of places, whatever. At the end of the call, uh, Brother X told me to wrap that thing up. And I was like, all right, um, so are you going to hang out with us or not? She's like, you know what? 
I'm not going to, you know, I, I'd rather, I'm going to just pass on this because you're not from here. The likelihood that we're not never going to see each other is slim to none. So I'm going to pass, but it was good talking to you. Bet, no problem. I said, good talking to you. We left it alone. Probably 10 minutes after we got back to the house, the Airbnb, this girl messaged me and says, well, we could go to brunch if you want. Brother X looks directly at me and says, mm -mm, mm -mm. don't do it, nigga. That's five to 10. Mm -mm. Don't do it. Don't do it. He's looking for a free meal. Yep. So, you know, at the time we were getting ready for our first night of the, of the weekend. So I said, you know what? I got a little time. Let's, let's, let's go down this rabbit hole. Let's see where we can go. So I said, oh, what did you have in mind? She said, oh, I know this place called Breakfast at Barney's. Now, listeners, y'all know I'm a financially responsible person and I do my research. Every restaurant usually has an online menu that you can look up. The first thing that I saw was that you could get hookah there. And I immediately said, mm, strike one. That's a red flag. Because I already know if you can get hookah there, that means it's bottomless mimosas. It also means that I'm going to be paying a pretty penny for someone that I'm not even going to talk to. Strike two was when I, strike two, three, four, five, and six was when I saw one entree on there that was called the Mansa Musa Tower. People, <laughs> that menu item was $1,000 for two bottles of Aces or Don Perignon, some orange juice, some 24 karat pancakes, and some uh, some other crazy egg Benedict, whatever. So I'm like, okay, I already know what's gonna go on with this. You trying to get a free meal out of me. So I decided to flip the script and be like, oh, why don't we go to Snooze? Because me and Brother X were already planning to go to Snooze because listeners, we plan stuff. We actually Facts. do our research. Facts. We don't have an argument of what we're going to do because we already know what we're going to do. Facts. So she ended up suggesting this other place. And uh, long story short, you know, we ended up just, we ended up not hanging out that weekend because, uh, you know, I she was like, oh, you should be, go hang with your brother for his birthday. You know, you don't got time for me. And I'm going, well, the reason we're here is because of him. So why would I ditch him to be at a brunch date with you? Like, what are you looking for? Fast forward two weeks later, and I'm in the middle of a work call at five o'clock <laughs> on a Monday. And out of nowhere, she just calls me on the app randomly. Of course, I can't answer because as Brother X, culture scientist, Queen C, and Taz well know, I'm a busy person that works a Fed job that nobody knows what the hell I do, and they're going to keep it that way. Um, so I didn't answer. I finished my work call. I messaged her, said, hey, sorry, I missed your call. What's up? Her exact response was, so why didn't you call me back? I said, well, I just, you know, I've been on a work call. I can't switch over. So, you know, but I'm here now. What's up? Instantly unmatched, defriended everything. And literally, I just went like, um, okay. But then I thought to myself, hmm. Something tells me she wanted one of them scammers from ATO with a lot of money that can blow a bag on a Balenciaga or a Birkin or take her to breakfast at Barney's or throw a thousand dollars in Magic City. And I ain't that nigga. So long story short, make sure you know who you're getting with and make sure you you have the conversations, not not a debate. Right. Don't try to call them out. Just have a simple convert conversation saying, hey, I like this. What do you like? There's, there's better ways to say what do you bring to the table than what do you bring to the table? Like, I think that that brings us to the the ultimate question. And I guess everybody can give their quick blurb about what they would, how they would describe it. If you were to take the question of what do you bring to the table and reframe it to be a healthy conversation starter, 
how would you ask the question? I'm gonna start with um, Queen C. How did I know you were gonna start with me? You at the top of my screen. Um, I would try to rephrase it around the partner and purpose is if you know what your purpose is, what your place is in this world, what you're meant to do or what goals you have, then I would frame it as what is your purpose and how does your purpose align with mine? Okay, I like that. Uh, Taz Critch. Hello, you there? Can't hear you. Well, he's getting that straight. Uh, Mr. Smith? Yeah, um, I would more likely ask like, hey, what are the things that, you know, you like to do in your spare time or what things that bring you joy? Uh, what type of stuff do you uh, kind of, it's almost not really an interview, but more like instead of you asking the original umbrella question, more so asking like the, 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 the small print, right? So like, you know, most of the time you'll hear somebody say, what do you bring to the table? Oh, well, I make this much money. Oh, I do this. Oh, I have this kind of car. Oh, I do this, right? Instead of you asking that, you should ask, hey, so, hey, what do you, uh, what do you like to do for work? Like, what do you do for work? Hey, how do you like it? You can kind of know based off what the answers are, right? Then you can kind of know like, hey, what do you like to do in your spare time? Do you like to read? Do you like to volunteer? That'll kind of tell you a little bit of their personality as well as like, if they're able to do certain things, they might have, they either have certain attributes or access to certain things to be able to, uh, to do those types of activities. Mm. Um, and then furthermore, I'll just be like, hey, well, you know, what's your family life like? Like, what, do you have a relationship with your mom, your dad, whatever? That'll tell you their personality as far as, you know, as far as how, how basically, I, I think I heard it best. How a man treats his mother is how he's going to treat his wife. That's a very strong indicator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taz Gray, you good? All right, can y'all hear me now? Yeah, there we go. Okay, cool. No, I think y'all hit the points. Uh, like I was saying earlier that, what do you bring to the table is more so a loaded question. And so when you ask direct, intentional, targeted questions, you really get the answers you're looking for. Um, I think of it almost like shopping for a car. Like you go tell a salesman, oh, I want a car with four wheels. That's not going to get you anything. But like if you say, hey, I'm really into sports cars and, you know, I want something with two doors and like a certain amount of horsepower. You're thinking about one, your morals and like what you're interested in and looking for that in the person. Weird analogy, but I was reaching. I'm about to say it works. Uh, Coach of Scientist, did you have one? I mean, I just feel like this is something in general is always best with time. You always, to spend time with the person will help you also figure out where you stand. Mm. Like ask, I feel like the same way that they all presented asking the questions. These are all things that you'll be able to figure out at least within a month of knowing a person, at least the basics of where somebody stands mm. and like what's important to them and all of that. So I personally think time plays a role mm. and, you know, um, just taking the time out to reflect with what do you want and how does this, re how does this complete for you? Mm. Cause just, you don't have to go with what is expected of you also. That's right. Um, and I'll kind of wrap it up. I think 
two things as I'm listening to everything that you guys have said and what I've listened to the conversation is that one, I think asking the purpose, asking the person two things. One, what do you believe your purpose is? And what do you want to be your legacy? I think those two points right there not only encompass what you try to do as your profession, what is your aspirations, where do you want to go long term, and then ultimately, what do you want to be remembered by? Because ultimately, people who want to have a family, they want they talk about their legacy, you want to give your children generational wealth. If you are someone who may not want a family, but you want to affect your community, you may want to create an outreach center where it has a one-stop shop for everything. But ultimately, those two things, I think, are good ways to kind of frame what you're really trying to find out. Mr. Smith? Damn! <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, man, just... Purpose and legacy are probably two things that you really want to kind of examine. And I actually want to take that into our transparent moment where I want you to say, I'm like, really just kind of think about it. If you feel like you are running into these conversations, multiple occasions when you are seeking a partner or you're trying to connect with someone, ultimately try to think about, instead of thinking about what are you bringing to the table, think about the house and the neighborhood and the village that you are trying to build that's going to hold that table. Think big picture. Think about that purpose and that legacy because when you have your purpose, your, your mindset is going to take you to that end goal. At least that's my take on it. But what do I know? I may have been in a healthy relationship almost five years. I'm going to keep shouting that out because I'm proud of myself. Ain't that right, baby? Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> um, I think I put y'all together. Ah, uh, yes. We Hey, that's how I'm gonna tell in the store at the wedding. <laughs> but um, any last thoughts before we close out, guys? Mr. Smith? Um, I'm just appreciative of all the people that are on this podcast and how we just had a great constructive dialogue that had facts that didn't, you know, that didn't uh, attack anybody's beliefs, but really just had like a hey, this is my mindset. What do you think? Because that's in this life, in this world, that is how we succeed as humanity is exchanging ideas without shitting on the other person's belief system. So like all, like, brother, like Brother X always says, two things can be right at the same time, right? And so I may not agree with certain things that you that the person will say, but I will at least understand where they're coming from. Be like, okay, that might work for you. That might not work for me, but I can at least respect you for it. Mm. Okay. Anyone else? <laughs> you? Um, I'll say <laughs> why task why um no I just wanted to say I'm happy to be back on the podcast for this one this was actually a really great conversation and discussion I enjoyed it I appreciate you man I, I, I feel like the podcast was getting a little bit dark I had to brighten it up a little bit I mean technically you, no no man that was that was you are brighter than I am right now you have lost my color edit this out <laughs> this will be the end of the episode. <laughs> make make us on the side the screenshot for the I, post on Instagram so they can see how would. bright you are. I have the login rights. <laughs> I would delete the account. Yeah, he, he actually he actually does. I can't do that one. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, hey, you know who should be the cover slide for this uh, episode? Oh, please, please, God, dear God, Bigfoot. 
No! <laughs> Full circle. There we go. All right. And with that being said, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the Truth and Transparency Podcast. Um, you can always check us out on our social medias at the TNT Pod123 on Twitter, the Truth and Transparency Pod on Instagram, the Truth and Transparency Podcast on Facebook. And you can always email us with your Bigfoot stories at Truth and Transparency Pod123 at gmail.com. Um, for Queen C, for Taz Creates, for the Culture Scientists, for Doug Dimadome, aka Mr. Smith. If this podcast gets no bigger than what it is right now, they are forever grateful. Our fans and supporters are forever, forever grateful, and I'm forever grateful. And with that being said, guys, we're going to catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.